Welcome to the Inside Chat podcast, co-hosted by founder of the Delforge Group, Valerie Delforge, and ex-salon owner and business coach, Amy Gordon. We'll be sharing weekly episodes with you where Valerie and Amy discuss hot topics and questions sent in from our listeners. A must-listen for all salon, spa, aesthetics, and skin clinic business owners. Check in every Monday, wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll be here with a new episode ready to help you start your week off right. a lot about the economic downturn and everything else but we also have businesses that are thriving mm. and usually with the same amount of people yeah same amount of teams so one of the things that's happening is the owner has to put being pulled back into the operation yeah uh, a lot more than they want to be in a way yeah so yeah it's a it is a it's just re-looking really at where you're at in terms of I suppose that's the problem is all of a sudden you've seen this growth and like you said it's definitely all we hear at the moment is a bit doom and gloom and mm. you know nothing, everything's rising and everything else but actually there there are businesses out there doing really well yeah and you know I set my business up in the recession the original mm. recession although it might not be the same it doesn't mean that your business has to go down yeah and the beauty industry aesthetics industry and so on is one of those strong areas that actually tends to be able to ride these storms because mm. Women and men still feel like they need that luxury. For sure. I mean, they, you might cut on the bigger stuff, isn't it? Like yeah. the holiday, the cars or whatever. But yeah. I think we're such an industry that is uh, kind of needed. And the mm. wellness is such a big thing. Even your hair, you yeah. might not go as often, but you're still having your hair done. You're still having it done. And you're still um, becoming an essential kind of uh, service, really, mm. that that we need even through the recession so I mean a lot of time when it comes again (laughs) we go on about that but it's because I mean I'm a strong believer um, through my last role which was head of spa operation it's all about operation and structure yeah if you if you haven't got the structure it will constantly go back into you yeah and really it will fall back on your shoulders so the main issue we have when we discussing this with the clients that we're talking to uh, I think there's two things number one is they've perhaps have got got rid or floss the flosses yeah. floss the difficult staff members so yeah. therefore the others are allowed to to thrive mm-hmm. the team members are a lot more occupied so yeah. instead of being perhaps on 60 percent 70 percent occupancy they're on 80 90 percent yeah. so definitely a need for recruitment is is needed um, but it's also again goes back to the mindset one yeah. particular member I'm thinking of is you know I can't recruit I can't recruit and I'm so busy she's dabbling her numbers every single month doesn't really know where the growth has arrived from yeah perhaps there's been a lot of salons around her that have closed so but, we've yeah. got a lot of new clients exactly. coming into this to the business yeah what are we doing with those new clients so let's not mm. rest on on our laurels that's right (laughs) (laughs) to make sure that we are you know focusing on those new clients client welcome pack you know nurturing that database nurturing what we've got but we haven't got time because we're so in it again yeah so it's going back to the structure and this particular client you know i can't recruit i can't recruit when we have started to look 
Yes, it'd take longer. Yes. But she found someone. Absolutely, yeah. They are out there still. We can still recruit, but it's just a bit more of a lengthy process, that's all. And so it's just about looking at the recruitment that you're doing and maybe having that continuous recruitment because that's what a lot of us fall into the trap of actually is only recruiting when we need to recruit or when we're desperate to recruit and then it gets desperate rather than constantly looking and then when that diamond out the rough comes in and we find them then then we can utilize them and grow them Mm. we don't just have to take them necessarily always when when we're desperate Absolutely, but I am thinking also of some clients where, you know, in particular in hair, it seems to be very difficult to find a hairdresser somehow more than in beauty. Um, and it's like, where are they? What mm. is going on with the hairdressers? Perhaps it's in a, as a hairdresser, they've kind of went mobile a lot yeah. uh, throughout the pandemic, so they only need 30 clients, mm. a bit of uh, stock, and off they go. Although it's a lot easier said than done, yeah. we are seeing a little bit more of an influx of people back. coming back because yeah. they don't want to work on their own. It's yeah. a lot harder. Oh, my God, I've got to pay tax. I have to yeah. pay my own stock. So it's not all... The grass is not always greener on the other no. side. I think we've definitely know that. But it is like if it is that so you cannot find someone, to me, what are the others doing? How are we managing that structure? Yeah. Is it perhaps that you need an extra receptionist to help the influx of people? Yeah. Do you need to perhaps have a salon coordinator or coordinator that helps you with the paperwork? Yes. Uh, yeah. How can we ensure that the, the time spent on the day-to-day operation is is pulling, well, you pull back out, yeah. isn't it? Which is what we're trying to do with this particular client. Yeah, and also it's about going back to the current team as well and asking them if they want more. Mm. Because I think I was saying to you not so long ago that that was always, I, th- I think I remember um, my manager once saying to me that, you know, they definitely won't want to do more. You know, I was thinking about offering out more hours. They yeah. definitely won't want to. And I thought, well, we can only ask. Yes. And when we did, actually they did. Because mm. some of them started at, say, midday. Yeah. And they actually said, in all honesty, between nine and midday, I can't really do anything. Yeah. I'm just sitting at home. I feel like I'm wasting time anyway, mm. so I might as well be here earning money. Mm. So, again, I suppose it comes back to the perception of what you think. Yes. Yeah. And actually just asking, because the current team that you've got might be able to work more mm. or do more within those hours. Can we cut some times down? Mm-hmm. Or are we still doing treatments that aren't beneficial to yes. us? Yes. Do we need to relook at our treatment menu? Yes, for sure. And cut out the sort of ones that aren't profitable or that, you know, we barely do any of, but are just make, get, making the girls or the guys spend more time on them when they're mm-hmm. not necessary. Say in hairdressing, who's doing the treatment part of it? Is yeah. it necessary for the actual hairdressers to do that? Could they start on the next client? That's it. Is your senior so team stuck into treatments that yeah. they shouldn't be doing and that are not that profitable yeah. in the first place? So we, we have seen a lot of salons in particular that are taking those lower and kind of level entry, yes. level two or, yeah. or, or apprenticeship to grow them. So exactly. the therapy, so the therapists or the senior hairdresser are not stuck doing stuff they shouldn't be doing and we can manage more people in between so it's revisiting reassessing the opening hours but we had someone which I really liked was doing uh, what she called the twilight hours yes I love that I think that's brilliant yeah, and that, that was where, when she was open till 8, she was going to open 9 until 10. Yeah. 
because a lot of her clients are working and you yeah. know, they're busy. They can only make those evening slots. And then she was giving her team double pay mm. for those twilight hours, wasn't she? And the team, you know, were they did want that. They wanted to earn the money and That's they it. were keen to do it. So from her current setup, she didn't necessarily have to recruit another person. She just needed to tweak a few things yes. yeah. and to make the most of what she's doing. So it's revisiting, reassessing, looking at what you're currently doing, speak to your team. Mm. And with the, uh, the Twilight Towers, she was giving me her li- them a little bit more money, isn't it? Exactly, But that's yeah. got to be, again, a budget exercise. Yes. Can I afford to do that? Yeah. If I am, is it worth it? In London in particular, we're seeing a lot of agency work, so they're, mm. they're calling upon agencies. But mm. when you look at the numbers, is that worth it? Yeah. Because if you are spending more than you're bringing back in, mm. what is the point of that? just to create a demand where actually you could reduce those hours and not have yeah. that extra expense. So it is a budget exercise, yeah. it is a structure exercise, but I think it's also a mindset because, again, because this, I'm thinking of this particular client who's stuck in that wheel of, you know, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, mm. and not being able to pull herself out of that. Mm. And I think a lot of time we're getting a lot of clients when we're managing to structure their, their time There's two things in my head that actually stop thinking that in operation you're going to suddenly have everything done in 10 days. Yeah. Anyone that says, you know, it takes 30 days to set things up, it doesn't. No. It's three to six months before you get the operation right because it's all the little tweaking things you have to do and mm-hmm. think about. And I think also there's an element of, you know, when she was off or there's a few people I'm thinking of when I'm off or when I've got admin time. I'm procrastinating. I don't know yeah. what to do because I've been so busy. Suddenly, I'm having that time for me. Yeah. That's the hard one, isn't it? It is. And there's one more thing that I often think about is, and, and some of our um, clients that I've met in the past panic because they're, because they're busy and they can't accommodate it. But I always think demand reaps demand. Yeah. And if you're booking ahead and you're making your clients aware, look, we're very busy at the moment. Please mm. make sure you book six months a year ahead. Mm. You can change them within a certain amount of time, you know, if you want to, but at least then you know you've got your appointments in and your days and your times. Yeah, for sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then your clients will get what they need. And when new clients come, you just need to make them aware mm. that they need to book in advance. And and then, you know, and actually that's not a bad thing because your diary will be Full in advance. Definitely, definitely. And I've just visited a place where they're so busy, they are absolutely manic. So the structure of the managers were really key to really assess who does what, when, how, and blocking that time out. Yeah. But being really specific when you have those two hours, you need to do do. that. Yeah. When you have those two hours, you've got to do that, right? You doing this. And it's so specific and clear. Yeah. And if you do it in an hour instead of two, great, you've got an extra hour to you know, maybe do something else in your to-do list or maybe help the reception if you need to. But it's reassessing that that time, the task and everything else, I think for me is very, very important. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's a good problem to have, ultimately. That it's so much better to be busy yeah. and not being able to handle that demand yeah. at that time than yeah. worrying about, you know, the where is my next client going to come from. So to me, there's an element of... Um, kind of capitalizing on that yeah a lot of time in downturn we tend to think oh I don't need to do so much marketing I'm busy anyway that's when you need to cramp it up yeah 
yeah. build that image, build that customer loyalty, exactly. build everything around it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Work on the busy times, not so much the quiet times. So all you have to do now is press the subscribe button and join us every week for an inside chat. And if you have any burning questions that we haven't yet answered, then just pop in the comments below or send us an email and we can include them in one of our weekly chats. And also we have started this amazing community of like-minded salon owners to join us on a monthly basis with our Inside Chat subscription. Yeah, on that chat as well, you'll also get access to lots of free downloads and content that can really support you in your business. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye.